Auto One Podcast Network. Mmm, yeah. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Creative Riding. This is a weekly show about, yeah, motorcycles. <laughs> yeah. And this show is mostly opinions, not so much facts. And uh, listen up. The facts may be separate from the opinions, and these opinions may be of each and each contributor to the show. And uh, they may not necessarily be uh, holed up in a court of law, if you know what I mean. So don't take anything that we say as word, and it's really just our opinion, so suck on it. And if you're listening to this music, I'm sure you are. Sit back, kick off them cowboy boots, <laughs> and listen. <laughs> Shit, it's creative writing. Talk over our intro music, Jay. What are you doing? <laughs> no, listen. Carver in the restart. Oh, yeah, God. Carver in the restart. Carver. Oh, Bauman got him back. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to Creative Writing. This is another Ooh. fabulous, glorious episode. Do you guys know what episode it is? Oh, my God. 187 Black Hills Half Miles Live. 187 <laughs> on a mu- Whoa, it's is not it 187. Not, not yet. yet. Not yet. Yeah, not yet. Jay, do you know what episode this is? Since it's uh, not 187, I have no idea. I don't. It's uh, episode 186, y'all. Oh, is it really? Damn, I was, yeah. I was close. Well, yeah. If you would have said 185 or 188, I would have still gave it to you. It's episode 186. But I said 187, and you didn't give it to me. I didn't. Why didn't I give it to you? <laughs> <laughs> don't ask me. The closer you are, the less it counts. Uh, yeah, this is episode 186, uh, Creative Writing Motorcycle Podcast, uh, folks. I would like to get this out of the way real quick. We're coming to you from the Moto One podcast basement. They, they, the boys from Nokomoto are recording right now at this very second. Lisa's bike got going after the restart. Listen, started, I don't even know how you're not even a lap down right now. I don't and even he's still going. I don't even know how Chris is even getting internet down here in the basement of the Noco, uh, Moto Finch, One podcast networks. The boys. At Noco One or upstairs in the luxury presidential suite, we're down here. Chris, what they, gave, your... they gave me the Wi-Fi password. They did, but how is it getting through these eight-foot-thick concrete walls? I think oh, they put God. us down here so nobody would have to listen to us. They gave me a modem, but you don't have the password. Oh, my God. I wish they would give me the password. Chris. It's the old dial-up. Dude, for real, tell us, what does your phone, what does your app say it Woo. is in here? What's the temp in here? I can't change anything. It'll it'll freak out and it'll stop the main. And right now, Carver's fighting for second. He's in second, but... The younger Bauman's on his heels. Oh, God. Listen. Ooh, Brandon Robinson passing for fourth. Listen, Chris, Chris has got, Chris is going to be doing a lap by lap, move by move commentary. And the I'm main... going to supply the sound effects. Like, Woo! Yeah, yeah. Jay, ah! <laughs> Jay and Wiggins are watching the AFT 
uh, Sturgis Half Mile, the Black Hills Half Mile, right? Mm-hmm. I've been wiping my eyes with hands that have been picking up dog poop and touching Serrano chili peppers. Mm-hmm. And so I Spicy am, pink eye. Yes, I'm going to have some spicy <laughs> pink eye. And maybe that should be the title of this week's episode. <laughs> it is so hot, my brand new hat is going to look like it's 50 years old by the end of this uh, hour that we're with you. Yeah, it's so disgusting. Um, And yeah, I got to quit wiping the sweat out of my eyes because it just makes it burn that much more. So listen, everyone, thank you so much for joining us on this week's episode. We have a little bit in store for you Uh, on this show this week. We have Wiggins and Mm. we have Jay. Hey, good news, though. My dog's alive. Listen. (laughs) Yeah. At this point last week, like... I seriously thought I was gonna have to put her down. Yeah, at yeah, this point last week, very we were unsure. Yeah, I was. Uh, it hurt, man. It hurt. I haven't, yeah, I haven't cried like that scary. in a long time. Yeah, yeah. And it like I cried a little. It too. finally got to the point where we we told the vet we're like uh, we just have to bring her home and um, hope she makes it. <laughs> she and made how it. How is she doing? Okay, like is she doing okay yeah, now? Yeah, now like, she's doing okay? great. She had like an allergic reaction and was like poop and blood real bad is that like, what it was yeah we that's what they think they really don't know so uh like her red blood cell count was super duper low she stayed a night in the emergency or in the specialty clinic and got some blood transfusions and uh they did an wow. ultrasound and we had already done an x-ray and um Damn, how much does that set you back i know i was oh, gonna man. say if this was my kid Five i would have been i would have been putting him down i know yeah <laughs> you need to get dog insurance uh, it's hard now because they're old yeah so I was like, I was so ready to like go to the store and buy like two big old fat steaks and grill her up a steak and just like have dinner with her. Mm-hmm. And then and bury her alive in the backyard. And, and <laughs> take her into the vet. <sighs> Unless something crazy happens, Jeffrey Carver's sitting in second. Uh, Bauman is out front and little Bauman is sitting pretty in third. Hey, I think Little Bauman is the older Bauman. It's like me and my brother, where the younger one is the bigger one, right? Well, the older one's out front. Young one's in who third. Who was the one who got the fucked up bike that got, like, the rear end got all messed up? Who was oh, that? That was, oh, it was uh, Davis Fisher. Well, Fisher went down, and that was a Pegram, wasn't it? Or 27, Pearson. I just huh. heard him say Fisher's bringing back the, the back of his bike. Yeah, yeah, Fisher's tail section came off, and Fisher actually laid it down pretty gentle, but when his bike got ran over, it, it trashed him. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm going to have to go back and watch this as I, we can't, Dude, we can't watch Vander it. Jared Vanderkoy is, like, super, like, excited right now and celebrating. He must just be happy that the Vance and Hines bike made 25 full laps. Zing! <laughs> We're going to have to edit that out. Wow. Nope, it's all staying in this week. Uh, by the way, this week brought to you by the smooth sounds of Liquid Crystal Jennings. That is no, I'm just kidding. Was that that porn song you had? Yeah, that's the porn song. That was Crystal. That was Violet Gorge playing uh, "Gently Drip" in my. Oh no, I don't know. Oh, gently <laughs> I <don't know>. drip. <laughs> yeah, gently drip by Violet Gorge. Uh, yeah. Hey guys, um, this weekend, what did you guys do? I uh, I wanted to ask you guys. We have something big coming back this week, and I wanted to find out what you guys have been doing. But before we do that, before we get there, uh, I wanted to make sure everybody's here, everybody's present. Uh, guess what? This week is the return of. We haven't done it in a long time. Do you remember Wigs? Are we, we, used to do are we allowed this? to spoil it because we know? Or well, yeah, we I want you to, to tell everybody what's coming back. The word of the day. That's right. And it's actually of the wow, week. Wow, wow. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow, well, wow. I mean, wow, wow. 
it's not like we say the same word all week. We only we only release a show one day. We, it, well, that's true. But they're going to hear it all week. Word of the week sounds good. It's like got that, you know, the W and the W. To, they go well together. Yeah. Wow. Word of week. <laughs> yeah. Wow, wow. So listen, I have a helmet here. And in the helmet, Jay... Um, who should we let go first this week? We're gonna pick a we're gonna pick a word this week, everybody. For those of you just tuning in, if this is your first show, I'm sorry you've already uh, had to listen to this uh, eight minutes <laughs> of blabber. This is what we're all about. We sit around. We're a bunch of kooks that sit around. Uh, two of us in my sweltering garage and uh, talk about motorcycles. Jay from the luxury of her Long Beach, California. Uh, studio mansion. Posted up with Snoop, Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre. Right. She is uh, posted up right down the street from where Snoop Dogg made his famous debut. I think Gabriel Iglesias also. I've been watching his, his sitcom on TV and it's... Yeah. It's a is he related Long to Julio oh, he, Iglesias? He's in Long Beach? I think so. Uh, at least the, the school that he says he teaches at in the show, obviously, is a fictional what? show. I didn't know he was a teacher. He's all Long Beach. He's right. not. He's a comedian. Yeah, I know. He is and that. Now he's an actor. And now Wiggins is a comedian and <sighs> sometimes actor. Jokes. Is so he listen. the guy who would always say fluffy? Like yeah. he's fluffy? Well, that was his nickname, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. I think that's a way to say festively chubby, in a way. <laughs> yeah, that's um, like a nice way to say fat. Yeah. So he's <laughs> fluffy like a bis- big biscuit. So everybody, fluffy isn't the word of the week, but we do have a helmet full of words and a helmet full of punishments. I mean, there's a chance it's going to be the word of the week. There's a chance that fluffy could be the word of the week. If you put it on paper and threw it in there. I did not do that. <laughs> you know what I did? I went to our Facebook page where we have a group called Word of the Week. And I went in there and I pulled all the submissions from this week. And I'm going to have Wiggins pick one. What? And what we're going to do is if anybody says Word of the Week. Right I don't ne- get to pick one? Well, you can pick <laughs> one next week. We only get one word per week. And if you submit your word, go to our Facebook page. Uh, page creative writing and look for the group or I, I guess you could just look for the group uh word of the week and creative writing will come up and you'll see it and you'll see word of the week and you'll be like i'm gonna stick a word in there and when you stick a word in there we're gonna pick it and uh we put it in the helmet we mix it up we pull one out and whoever gets uh, their word chosen we try not to say that word whoever says the word has to do a punishment now i have some of our punishments from the past in the helmet but also there have been some listener submitted punishments that i think are really great uh and i'm gonna save them you know i don't have a big vat of pickle brine sitting around me at all times uh clubman's pickles come Space age wrapped so that the brine is actually integrated oh, into the wrapper. Like the best part, I'm yeah. Kind of, the brine kind of is the best part, that. but the pickle, the way they wrap them, the brine is integrated into the packaging so that you're not wasting any packaging when you recycle it. So, uh, there is no pickle you brine. Guys to, ever to drink. have a pickleback? Yes. I have never had a pickleback. It's just a shot of like whiskey and then a shot of pickle juice. Dang. Well, here was what I was going to do. Because somebody suggested the word of the week be pickles. And I was like, hey, if the word of the week is pickles, what we can do here is uh, we do, somebody said, hey, you, you say pickles or clobbin pickles. Then um, guess what? You, the word, you take a shot of pickle brine 
as the punishment. So uh, I, would it, lo- I would love that. Yeah, if that is what the, the word of the week is, we will we'll go ahead and try and do that. I, but I'd say pickle just to like get an extra shot of pickle juice. Well, don't say it any I'm further. Weird like that. Don't say it anymore because it just may be the word of the week. I'm gonna hand the the helmet to Chris. Chris. <gasps> the white papers are the words. The yellow papers are the curses. And let's see what we get this week. All right. Wiggins has the helmet. He's reaching in. Actually, yeah, that's a word. And Wiggins, I'm going to turn you back up. It's a word. And the word is weather. Weather. Now, this was submitted by Brian Gosney, and he said weather slash Weather. So the weather, as in how's the weather, or weather, as in whether you like it or not. Now so that's I two words. I know, I know. I only wrote down because there's no way to distinguish the two. There's they're homonyms. They're not. Uh, it's two different words. So I wrote down the word as in yeah, weather, as in um, Noah, the national. Did you drink your beer? I almost did. Let me okay. see. Yeah. I, yep, I did. Do you want a refreshy? I might. Yeah. But then I might actually accidentally say the word of the week. So, Chris. Maybe the punishments, drink some beer. Listen, the punishment is going to be, I'm going to let Wiggins pick a yellow paper out of here now, and that's going to be our punishment for this week. Nope, that's a white paper. Nope, white paper. White paper. Just look in for the yellow paper. Uh, They were all on the bottom. All right. Here is this week's punishment. If you say the word weather after this point. You stuck it together. On the nah, you know side. how they work. Ah. Cheer when you say weather. <laughs> Cheer. Oh, boy. Okay. So, Jay, you have to... <laughs> I think that's kind of... Because that's like the uh, no copyright intended, so we'll make up a name for a, a little tiny Martin. I don't understand. That TV you- show when you were a kid. The little guy, the guy with the funny voice, who got in trouble for showing someone his. Oh finger. yeah, yeah. So, we, so the that we don't get the, the yeah. movie with the bicycle. Let's just call him. No copyright infringement. Let's call him P.P. Sherman. Yeah, and that uh, right. yeah, we'll do like a P.P. Sherman. So we'll shout and cheer every time Wiggins says this. Wait, just Wiggins or every? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Yeah, no. Anyone. Anybody that says this, we have to shout and cheer for you, and you. Let's make this crazy for the person that says it. Because mm. if we notice it, here's what I've decided. If we notice it, I need to get us little bells to ring, but it's going to be hard. We'll just say, we'll say ding, 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 or we'll say word, word, and you... <laughs> oh, I thought we just started cheering. Or, listen, we will start screaming and cheering at you like you're the biggest idiot on earth. <laughs> How's that? <laughs> and then, um, so Jay, if I say this, and if you say... And you have to listen to context, because the word is... I'm going to spell it because I don't want to say it. W-E-A-T-H-E-R. And this word is going in the trash pile, never to be chosen again. All right, Brian, you got your word chosen? Yeah. Uh, I like Narissa had submitted one of her punishments is that you have to wear balloons on your motorcycle (laughs) when you next, when you're at the races. Like, you know, because Brady's, uh, Brady Walker is going to be coming on the show pretty soon. And so I could see him at Vintage Days or not vintage days at the armor races coming up pretty soon or the, or the festival of speed. And his punishment is you have to, you know, you have to put some balloons on your motorcycle. Jay, you have to put them on your motorcycle. The first time you go for a ride after you heal, if you say the word, well, what if I put them on my crutches? Yeah, I think that's what she actually said. If you go to our Facebook page, I think, I think she said that that was actually would be cool to see um, Jay in some crutches. So, yeah. So, the first word of the week, 
is the word I just said a minute ago that I'm not going to say now. So with that, let's see how we do. And if we, what if we don't do it? What if we forget? One more time without... That's very likely. Yeah, I know. So one more time without the word, without this being a punishment, or actually should I just do it and we'll try it. We'll see how it works. The word is weather. Good for you, buddy. All right. So that's pretty much how it's going to go for the show when we say that word. All right. So having said that, you guys... What did you do this week? Uh, how was your motorcycle-related <laughs> stuff? I'm so like nervous now that I'm going to say it. How was your motorcycle-related stuff this week? Uh, uh oh, not really. Aside from much. watching, aside from watching the uh, AFT mains right now. Yeah, that's about it. Jay, I'm not even going to ask you. Well, no, I'm just, uh, the only thing that I've done is just hassling with uh, getting my salvage title paperwork squared away because I haven't done it yet. Yeah. So that's super exciting. <laughs> it can be. <laughs> it can be frustrating. I mean, everything can be frustrating. Um, and and sort of exciting. I mean, I remember when they told me they weren't going to like take my bike and shove it in a dumpster when I got a salvage title for it. I was like, yay! And uh, Brian Viffer, I'm sure when they – he spent like two years. Uh, he fell – somebody um, – if you go back and listen to our uh, – what's it called? When me and Wiggins went to Twisted Throttles, which, man, I wish they would have done that a second year. That would have been so fun. But when we did that, he showed up with the busted arm. That was actually like the second year. <laughs> they did it again this year, just not the flat track. Are you kidding me? No. I didn't see it advertised anywhere. Well, I asked. Because, um, I asked the promoter about Brian it. Brian Bell disappeared. Yeah, he said he was done promoting when I talked to him last year. Yeah, but the other promoter that did everything really? else still did it. Yeah. Wow. Can I get a refresh on this beer? Maybe we'll make <laughs> this show interesting. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I did not know that because I've been. I mean, I obviously I'm part of that circle and I follow it. And Wiggins, you just for some for some reason this is why Wiggins is on the show. He has all the inside <laughs> information, whether you whether you know it or not. Wiggins somehow knows like every little detail of what's going on in the motorcycling world. I don't know how how he does oh, it. Oh, Wiggs, I got to see your bike uh, that you're working on. It looks pretty cool. No, you didn't. That wasn't yours. No, I took mine home. Oh, they said that was yours. The they're high. The Sportster though. <laughs> That's uh, the rad, like, uh, um, scrambler sportster with tall bars. No, I don't think it had tall. I don't remember if it had tall bars. I oh. thought it, was, it had, like, pullback bars. Yeah, it was the one you texted well, us, like, mine's seven in times. My, mine's in my truck, so. Mm. Oh, well. It was probably, f- probably Fury's bike. Mm. Which, uh, yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not Wiggins's bike, everybody. Sorry. <laughs> But Jay, why? How would you have seen Wiggins' bike? I mean, I don't get it. What are you talking well, about? Well, I, I was at a certain place where Wiggins happens to be working. Uh huh. Getting getting a specialty uh, VIP tour of wow. the grounds. Wow! I'm excited for you, Jay Bob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm very excited. So. Listen, I wanted to uh, tell you also that I'm excited for some stuff that you shared with me this weekend as far as like what you're doing and the people you're doing it for. We Last week on the show, we had a big rebuttal to our episode before about the safety. And then you're like, oh, yeah, and Bri Viffer and Lance uh, Perry, 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 dang it, 
I'm going to say it right one of these days. Uh, <laughs> they commissioned me to do some stuff, and then you sent me uh, some pics, and holy cow, girl. Holy cow, girl, you're doing some really good stuff right now, and I'm pretty stoked for it. Yeah, you. and uh, thank you to everyone who has reached out to me. I actually, since the last episode, I got another commission that uh, I'm going to be working on also. Who happened? I asked her how she heard about me, and she had, uh, I guess she's a listener. So thank you very much to Lynn for reaching out to me. I'm looking forward to doing her bike. It's going to be a triumph. Oh, sweet. Uh, remember which which model it was thank you so much lynn really and thank nice. you for listening to this show and wasting so much <laughs> <laughs> so much of your life and brain cells no no i really like it and it was really cool listening to talking to brian last week too and hearing why he listens to the show i'm always curious as why like why do people pick creative writing um and it's really nice to hear that we kind of like touch a button that other people don't you know what i mean we all have every single podcast and, and there a lot of them are personal friends we all we all do have some weird different like sort of take on it so i mean i kind of i kind of dig that myself but um yeah wigs i know was um uh jumping motorcycles this week across uh the gap there in uh crested butte um right outside springfield <laughs> sounds about right yep <laughs> i totally made that up uh but yeah old junk face fart head did a little ride this week down to san diego on the old scrambler 200 and um watched x games down there and then came home and i was thinking about you guys the whole time because jay i was thinking of you actually because of some stuff we talked about you know those bonehead moves the whole way home i was trying to think of bonehead moves that i've made and I almost made one <laughs> coming home. I totally, I totally was looking down because I ran over something in the morning. And it was like I saw these two things of like bright, sparkly. They look like foam, like almost like seat foam or like insulation foam or something. I couldn't tell what they were. And I'm looking at them and I'm like, oh, I need to go in between these because they were on the freeway at about 70 miles an hour. And I hit part of something else that was, I guess, part of them, but it was darker. I didn't see it. I was, it, I was riding it around 5.30 in the morning. So I, those things showed up really bright uh, in all the headlights and stuff, you know, but the dark part didn't. So I ran over it, and I don't know what it was. It kind of felt like it squished like a piece of styrofoam or something, but it was dark, whatever it was. So I was like, oh, great. So on the way home from work that day, I was looking down at my front tire to make sure because it was like wow, 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 wow on the freeway. And I'm like, dude, I'm on the crappiest patch of white asphalt ever. And I could tell, I, I was looking at everyone else's tires to make sure they were bouncing too. Cause I was like, dude, I, I, you know, every once a week I check my tire pressures. I make- hate those roads because there's been times where I'll get, I, I had this problem a lot on the Harley where yeah. I get on certain freeways where, you know, have like the rain, the rain, uh, yeah that's exactly what it was oh shit is that my bike or exactly that's exactly what i was doing so i'm looking over at the truck next to me and their tires are totally bouncing and i'm looking at the car next to me and their tires and i look down at my car and i look up and i'm doing exactly what we said about looking back (laughs) but i look Mm -hmm. up and there was a car doing about 15 miles an hour when everyone else is doing 75 so i had to get over real quick you know i had to switch lanes real quick but there was a the truck that i was looking at their tires was in that lane so i just had to roll off and switch real quick but i was like man i pulled the bonehead move that i uh we were just talking about about people looking back (laughs) i wasn't looking back but i was staring straight down at my tire rather than where i was going but i was like man but yeah another thought i had was i was in 
Wiggins's full-on icon gear. Wiggins did a photo shoot for Icon a couple months ago in downtown LA, riding through the worst of the worst, doing burnouts through Bumville, uh, probably doing like some hot burnouts through some bum urine and feces, and <laughs> all sorts of hepatitis slinging through the air. Who knows what he was doing? But him and a few of the guys from Icon were down there shooting an awesome little commercial. And afterwards, he rewarded me for being the super uh, idiot that I am with some free gear. So I had his full kit from that video shoot on, from that commercial shoot on. I had the helmet, the shoes, and the jacket. And I got to say, the jacket's large. I don't wear a large. And I felt... uh, Was the helmet the, what do you call it, the the one with the big visor? Yeah. No. With the, yeah, 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 yeah. Big Pfizer. Sorry, I was thinking the, the uh, airframe, right? The yeah. airframe pro. No. Yeah. The air flight. Air flight. Yeah. The yeah. Air Armada. Um, yeah. No. The the, the helmet Armada was perfect. Is a different. I, I, yeah, I know. I was kidding. <laughs> oh, okay. I actually had. It, it's got like a sun little shades inside. I actually had the front visor down, and it's pretty dark. And then I also had the little shades inside flip down because it was a bright day. Oh, it has shades inside also? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. okay. That's legit. So it was a they bright... They actually said what a lot of people do, because that one looks weird with a clear visor. Yeah. So a lot of people like the mirrored visor on it, but then they don't want to ride in the dark like that. So you can put a clear flip down inside of it. So that way you can ride all day, and if you get caught out after dark or whatever, you can flip the visor up but still have eye protection. <laughs> yeah, that was my whole thing. It's like, <laughs> was oh, like, dang, I can't funny. go anywhere tonight. And then I was like, I got to leave for work at like 5-something in the morning, and it was pretty dark out, and yeah. it was foggy as all get out. So I had the visor flipped up, and, the, and that thing has just enough like um, a sort of weird like – eyebrow occipital ridge like space that it buffets so that even when you're Uh I was doing about 45 and no wind was hitting my eye there was like this invisible cushion of air there like keeping my eyes from hitting the air and watering yeah it was really nice but then when I flipped the visor down all the fog and everything had gone on the visor so I was like oh shit when I flipped it shut right I was like I need windshield wipers and motorcycle helmets don't have them so I rode semi-blind and just followed headlights while I kind of wiped it off with my with my gloves and my gloves have like a little bit of leather on the palm so it like kind of worked but yeah riding home I was like so glad I had the shades inside because it was a really bright ride home and I had to come all the way home from San Diego so it was a it was a good ride um that helmet I gotta tell you is friggin dank bro like I love it but the jacket being a large and I'm technically like a medium although i'm growing into it the jacket wigs don't worry i'm growing into it enough pizza oh, that other jacket you have is like a 3xl so it's got to fit better than that <laughs> no the regular jacket i use is a medium it's a it's an alpine stars but yeah i do have an alpine stars like 3xl that like yeah. eight foot tall dude you gave showed up me. to my house one time and i'm like what the heck i'm all do you want this like wigs? your, your sleeves were dragging the ground yeah wiggins all this is even too big for me dude so but yeah it's a huge jacket but i did wear that one time just to just to see how it fit and make sure it was still good, um, but the one I regularly wear is a medium, so the large acted like a sail, and I've never had like real fatigue on the freeway. You know, Spamila doesn't have wind protection, uh, Brivifer's VFR doesn't. Ha- it has a windscreen, but um, unless you're ducked down behind it at certain speeds, it's like still not the greatest wind protection. And basically, every single bike I've ever owned has not had, let me see. Oh yeah. One of them had a windscreen, but I hated it. Um, 
and it didn't come stock with it either. I mean, it was an aftermarket one. But every single bike I've ever owned never had wind protection. It's never been a problem for me. This time with that jacket, I was getting like pulled backwards on the seat. And I was like, man, like it, I didn't realize how fatiguing your gear could be when it's um, acting like a sail. So I was like, wow. So that was interesting yeah, for me. It, it's very exhausting. Yeah. You're, you're using muscles and you're flexing to fight against the yeah. wind. So. My, my grip started to get sore. And I was like, man, I hear old people talk about like, oh, I had to get like a – um." You know, one of those cramp busters for my... I've never, ever had problems with that and never thought about it. Never gave it a oh, second thought. Oh, dude, my hands the- hurt real bad, but everything else is good. Yeah, I've never had that problem. And But this wind was... It was... It's so funny because it doesn't... You're, I, I wanted to find out... I wanted to go talk to somebody who knows more about this than I do. When you're riding down the freeway and all of a sudden you get hit with a gust of wind, you know what I'm saying? You know, you guys know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. Like, mm-hmm. it's windy... And your head's like kind of bobbling back and forth, so your neck's all tired at the end of the ride. But then once in a while, you just hit this gust or something. And I'm looking at the trees on the side of the road, and they're kind of bent over, but they weren't like waving back and forth like it was gusty wind. So I was like, "Is it just me? Is this just road wind?" I uh-huh. that's what I wanted to find out. I wanted to talk to somebody that works with like fluid dynamics or aerodynamics and find out what that road wind is that we feel. I would as experience motorcyclists. that a lot on my commute because I would always be like, "Is it just me, yeah. or is it the?" Is it the wind? Is it the road? Is it just the aerodynamics? I definitely can relate to that. Oh, I've had man. several instances where I'm just like, am I just like really sensitive? Yeah. yeah. I rode across but. South Dakota one time at an angle the whole time. Yeah. I've done yeah, that before. Yeah, I've done me that the fuck times. out. Going to Vegas yeah. on Spamala was a treat uh, bet, because yeah. the wind, I was in a headwind the whole time and I drafted this friggin' like. It had to be like an eight thousand pound work truck. It was like a county line truck or something like that, and this thing was just so big, and it was like a big giant utility truck for the state of Nevada. And I drafted them, and they were doing like seventy five. So I was like, "Well, that's fine. You know, I'm an, I'm on a two fifty doing seventy five. I'm feeling pretty good about myself, even though it's drafting this." Uh, and I would try to get out and pass them, and it was just like hitting this invisible wave of like, uh-huh. you know, some weird anime well, it's like, like that video i showed you guys where i was on the side of the road oh yeah and your bike blew over right Corona. yeah it almost doesn't and look just, yeah it didn't <laughs> look like anything but all of a sudden the wind blows your bike over right yeah well it was the wind plus a semi just oh that's right so well that's like what i yeah and and i wonder that too because i i read this article a long long time ago about um when formula cars and and any race car goes they have these special aerodynamics and what happens to the vortices and it was all about aerodynamics and entropy and stuff like that and it was like you know these cars are slicing through the air and behind them they're leaving these little contrails and little vortices of air and where do those things go and what do those things do to the atmosphere and blah 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 it was this whole crazy thing about auto racing and the sort of like butterfly entropy effect that it has on all these cars slicing through the air and i was thinking the same thing is this is this traffic well is the wind on the freeway that i feel constantly because i feel it every time i'm on the freeway is it wind or is it created by the cars because i drafted a van for a little bit um you know i'm still breaking the engine in on this bike Uh and so it says like not to ride over uh extended periods of time for blank blank percent throttle so i was trying to do that i'm trying to like adhere to that and i'm going through all the 
you know, all the rev ranges though. I'm going high, low, you know, whatever, but not extended periods, excuse me, past what it says in the owner's manual. So I'm trying to follow the rules, but to do that, it was about 65 or 70, depending on the grade and 75 to 80 going downhill. And I'm drafting this van, like a windows van. And it was great. Like my helmet wasn't buffeting or anything. And then I get out, I'm kind of getting close to them because I'm getting sucked in. So I go to the side because I don't want to be tailgating them, right? On a bike or anything. And I go to the side and all of a sudden it's like hitting this frigging tsunami. You know what I mean? Like of, Uh of air. So it's like, is this really, is this just me hitting still air or is there something created on the freeway? So it was an interesting ride. That is something I thought of the whole way. Um, and it yeah, really... speaking of wind, I had one time when I went, when I was coming home and I was on one of those, um, you know, when you transfer from one freeway to the other and it mm-hmm. kind of like does a big curve and you're up kind of like an overpass type situation. Yeah, for and sure. So I was at an angle and it was probably was one of the windiest days, like I think two summers ago. And the wind was like literally like 28 miles per hour. And my bike was at such an angle that I felt it. <laughs> felt like I got lifted up and shifted just to the next lane to the right of me. Yeah. Thank God there wasn't a car there because it just literally just like slapped me just like I was like a straw, straw doll. Right. It was, uh, it was pretty nuts. It's interesting. It, I almost changed lanes a couple times and on Spamala being a 250, that thing got tossed around all the time. Not only the lines in the road was really influential on where I went. You know, if the if there's like a weird line or the or the freeway used to go one way and they widened it by five lanes and now there's like those lines that still go the other way, but the freeway goes straight now, like it would get pulled. But the wind was such a, a factor when riding Spamala. So I thought like on this nine fifty it'd be a little different. But I still hit some pretty hard spots where it made the head wobble a little bit and like my it made my actual head wobble. You know, like there were some gusts uh-huh. that came toward me, headwinds and crosswinds. And I know exactly what you're talking about. I was riding um, through, well, I'm going to say the 71. For those of you out of state that hate when we say that, I'm going to say, I don't even know what it is, State Route 71? I don't, I don't know, SR 71. So, yeah, it's got to be State Route 71. Um, and it basically is this, like, two-lane highway that cuts uh, the corner to two major freeways or interstate freeways. And so, basically... I'm going through there and it's all through these hills. It's through Chino Hills, basically. And um, you're going through these really crazy, you know, jagged uh, hills. And then all of a sudden there was an opening and I almost got blown into the next lane. And it's mm. because like, as soon as I hit, felt that wind, I looked to my right or to my left and I was like, oh, it's a valley right here. The The hills stop. So I knew that was actual wind, but on the freeway, I couldn't tell, you know what I'm saying? Like the road vibration and the, the wind, I was like, is this real or is this like manufactured from all the cars around me? I just couldn't uh-huh. tell. Definitely that white, um, we're coming up on a commercial break, but I did want to say that white, um, you know what I'm talking about, the white, uh, it's not the whole freeway is kind of white, but those ones that go over bridges and like really short periods of time, yeah. that was like bad. Like I felt like I was cupping my tires, you know what I'm saying? And that's why when I looked to the guy next to me, I looked down at my wheel. It was like, is that really happening? It was. It was the friggin' road, is what it was. Just the graded concrete gets kind of weak. Yeah, and I also pulled a jump. If you're on uh, going on the 91 West toward the beaches from the Inland Empire, and you're right before like. Oh, I forget the name of the the 
thing, but I think it starts with the F. But if, yeah, you're right before like the Main Street exit and all that stuff, there's a nice, where the, where the two slabs of concrete meet, one of them wasn't tamped down right, and so it must have sank, Ooh. and I've got both wheels off the ground. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was I've like, done that many times. Yeah. Central LA. I was only doing like 70 or 75, too, and, and uh, I, I by, by all means was not going as fast, you know, as anybody else there, but yeah, they... Uh, I hit that and both wheels got off the ground and I was like, "Woo! I jumped on the freeway." So Have you named your new bike? I don't really name my bikes that much. Uh, are you don't? No, but I was on a couple episodes ago, I was thinking Scar, Score, or just Scrambler. So I don't know. Scrambler. Scrambler. I like Scrambler. <laughs> yeah, I think a couple <laughs> people have said they like Scrambler. I think that's a good one. Yeah. Well, hey, let's take a quick break and we'll come back. Jay, you got to be quiet. I'm going to mute you, girl, but I don't know if it's muting me. Hey, everybody, this is Nathan Flats from Flats Tires, reminding you to come on down and get everything you need for your bike. We've got tires. They're round. They're made of rubber, and we supply everything you need, including valve stems. The only thing you need to supply is the air. That's right. Come down to Flats Tires. We're on the corner of State Street and First down in Epperton. For over 125 and a half years, no pickle has been more trusted by motorcycle champions everywhere than Clawman Pickles. You want to win your race? Put a Clawman Pickle in your face. Clawman's guaranteed. Clubman's in your mouth and a championship trophy on your shelf. Clubman's the only pickle for motorcyclists. Hey there, listeners. This is Patreon subscriber Narissa coming to you from inside my helmet in the land of beer and cheese, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. You're listening to the Creative Writing Podcast because you're obviously ridiculously good looking. I would love to. Out of this microwave right here. Jay, are you there? Oh, I might have Jay muted. Jay, are you there? Yes, I am. All right. Well, listen, so am I. So is Wiggins. What do you think about this, Jay? What do you think about doing gear reviews? Oh, I would love to do gear reviews. You think we could do it as good as Fort... Oh, my God. I got that on tape. I think we could do it a lot less nerdy than Fortnite. You think so? Yeah, that's not hard. His, uh, <laughs> you might you might push the limit, but I still think Fortnite? you'd be less nerdy than him. Listen, yeah, go play Fortnite, Jay. Come no, on, this is more like Fortnite or something, right? Fort N I N E. He does really good bike and gear reviews, in my oh, opinion. But he's from he does good quality reviews. He's from he's Canada. Just he might still be a virgin. Oh, Wiggins! What does that have to do with the bikes or gear? Oh my God! My cat just stole a piece of pizza. <laughs> Oh my god! This show is going downhill. Sorry, he just ran, he just literally picked up the slice of pizza and ran across the room. That sounds like something your cat would do. Oh, Wait, sorry. Bruce? Yeah, Bruce. Oh my god, Bruce! Come on. Oh, oh he likes pizza. I guess. Sorry well, about that. Listen, I have a dog that likes pizza, 
She likes grapes. She likes tomatoes. She likes watermelon. She likes just about anything that's edible. She even runs after socks. And when we first got her, she was a socks dealer. And her name is Studio Dog Numero Dos Phoebe. And Wiggins just be... Yeah, Wiggins just flipped his knife and then... I'm surprised it wasn't your phone. You should, yeah, you I should, usually drop my phone. Yeah, he usually drops his phone. You should flip your phone every week. Have we said the word of the week? If we, if we, no he, he just flipped it and dropped it. Yes. <laughs> no one said. It. Yes, no one said. Whether it. or not they've wanted to, no one's done it. <laughs> Come on, Jay. I didn't hear you contribute on that one. All right, there we go. Jay gets a participation trophy. <laughs> so, yeah. So, listen. Yeah, Wiggins, thanks, you dork. <laughs> for saying the word of the week. For saying the word of the week. I thought someone um, should. Listen, maybe part of the word of the week should be that everybody that says it, uh, whoever contributed that week gets a voicemail from the host. What do you say? Wiggins? No, Wiggins is silent over Wait, there. Wait, from the host or that from said one the, the word? Host? Oh, so whoever said the word, I kind of did well, it on purpose. Well, what know. if we all say it though, or is yeah. the first person who says it? Are we all sure. voicemails. I don't know. We all we <laughs> all said we all send them, phone we send them a hate mail and they don't listen to the show anymore. Wait, that's <laughs> like nah, that's weird. Why would we want to do that? <laughs> so, hey, listen, everybody, I'm going to, I could probably share my screen with Jay. You know, I need to get more, like, tech savvy, you know what I'm saying? Because Yeah, share your screen with me so I can see what you're looking at. Come on, why are you bossing me around? I'm the host of the show. So are you going to, are we doing a gear review or what? Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody got a gear they want to review? It's a perfect <laughs> weather for switching up gear. <laughs> Wiggins, she said the word of the day. Yeah. I know she did. <laughs> Come on guys, we can't like we can't disappoint people already. We got to we got to be we got to show like something special. So, I'm sharing my screen with you. Do you just see yourself or do you see I do see myself. Oh, well that's lame. That, okay, there we go. So, you see this right here? These are upcoming events. Do you know what they are? Uh, Can you see the upcoming events? You want me to zoom My in? My cat's walking on the keyboard. Listen, your cat stole some pizza. Now he's walking on the keyboard. Now he's stealing the show. Like uh, cat. Come on. No, I can't see. I can't see anything. Well, let me zoom in. Well, you can't see. Open your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> That's an old Three Stooges gag. I can't see anything. Well, open your eyes. Oh, oh, I see what you see. Yeah, God, you're you're hogging up the whole screen. Let me let me minimize you. Do you see this now? No. I did see something a minute ago, but then it went away. God dang it. I don't even know. I, like, I'm seeing, like, in your little bubble what you're seeing, but I'm not seeing what I'm seeing. Come on. I want to see this right here. I want to hide this. Hey, everybody. While we iron out our technical difficulties on air, let me tell you what Jay can't see. She can't, I can't, And I can't minimize this. She can't see her uh, the upcoming events. The upcoming events, August. Oh, there we go. I got it. Okay, you got this now. Woo! Hey, everybody, we figured it out on air, just like our uh, personal relationships and motorcycle choices. Um, (laughs) Figured out on air. air. So, upcoming events, August two through eleven. Guess what today is, folks? It's like one of the last days of Sturgis. Number 79. And as you heard, uh, Wiggins was given play-by-plays earlier. We were watching the uh, Black Hills Half Mile, 
And I missed the TT. I, I watched the X Games this weekend. Um, Wiggins, who won? Who won the? Uh, oh, oh, spoiler alert! By the way, beep 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 beep. Spoiler alert. I don't. I don't think that would be a spoiler alert, would it? Who won X Games or who won? No, who won? Who won the Black TT? Hills Half Mile? And the TT. I okay, the I TT was JD Beach. I didn't watch it, but I think he won by like a bike length over Jake Johnson. I think Jake oh, Johnson. Dang. The photo I saw, Jake Johnson was almost up celebrating, and it looked like JD Beach was head down, wide open. I think he may have celebrated a little too. Yeah. I've seen that happen. On but a I few, mean, also uh, cool for Team Estenson getting one and two. Yeah, I've seen that happen on the Tour de France, which, by the way, yeah. I think is also happening right now. Yeah, so and listen. And then the half mile was Briar Bowman. Yeah, and we just saw that. We literally just Jeffrey saw that. Carver. Yes. Yeah, we, I literally just watched it. And you know what? I didn't realize that, I didn't realize because I kind of have been out of the I've been watching so much so much <laughs> this year. So many things have been happening at on the same day as the friggin' AFT events that uh you know there's so many motorcycle events going on this year that it's like wow, like you couldn't have picked no nobody schedules with these with each other let's just put it that way so i didn't really i watched the x games this weekend instead of the tt but i do love that uh buffalo chip tt course i love the way it looks they were showing like sky um aerial view footage of it and oh my god it looks so beautiful and i even watched last year's um it was looking pretty damn great and pretty good and i spent all friday watching flat out friday which is kind of funny because that was last earlier this year and, and last year's Flat Out Fridays. Um, and then I watched a preview of the Buffalo Chip, and, man, that track was just phenomenal looking. And I watched Looks last good. year's Buffalo Chip, too. And, yeah, it looked – it was so cool. I love tracks that aren't just like a lima bean shape, you know what I'm saying, or like a weird – like I love the Arizona TT, too. That was such a good, good track. So the Buffalo Chip TT and um, – the Black Hills Half Mile. There you go, folks. Spoiler alert. If you haven't watched them yet, head over to Fans Choice or tune in to, what, NBC and now they're on, they're on like two network channels now, right? They're on like Fox Sports 2 and NBC or something like that. So tune in to those. That's actually where I saw them uh, last week was uh, on NBC. You got the I got the alternate um, announcing, which is kind of interesting. The Fans Choice is pretty good, but you watch it on NBC, and it's like a little bit alternate announcing. So uh, I did watch the X Games this weekend as well, and that was pretty phenomenal. Brad Spencer, the uh, the friggin' Hulk, he was racing out there with his son. Yeah, so it was also funny. You could tell the Michelin X Games is a shitty popularity contest because yeah. it said two sets of father-son and one set of brothers. Uh-huh. There were three sets of father-son. It looks like they left out Spencer's. And no, they were no, actually they mentioned him. Him and him. they did during yeah. the race. I'm, this was like a preview thing about. Oh, that. okay, okay. And um, they also left out a set of brothers. The Bush brothers were there. Both brothers made it. Yeah, I thought it was father-son on them too. No, no, those were brothers. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. But it was also super red. So Brad and his son went one-two in their heat. Yep. And then uh, Rob and his brother Bush, they went one-two in their heat. Yeah, so. I remember they. The older one was it the older one that crashed out in the main. No, one yeah, of them, one of them Spencer? crashed out. No, Spencer crashed out in the main. He did. One of the bushes crashed out in their heat in the semi or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I think that was Dave. Yeah, yeah, in the semi. I don't know which one's older, Dave or Rob, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. The chubbier one is the one that crashed out in the main. <laughs> That's all I could tell because on the screen you're it was going the by yellow, visual. the yellow bike, right? Uh, I think they're both pretty equally, tru- equally chubby. 
No, I think I don't think it was a yellow bike that crashed out. Did the blue bike crash out? I think so, yeah. I saw a video of a yellow one crash, so maybe yeah. that was a semis. Yeah. But yeah, they went down um and then the Michelers ob- were the supposed Michler. Michler. Well, the, the Mich- there's, no, there's only one of them. Really? Daniel yeah. and Morgan, right? No, Daniel's a singles pro rider. <laughs> who got third tonight in the Black Hills half mile. Or sorry, Morgan is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Daniel's the one that won the X Games. Yeah. 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 So and his, that's, is that, his son Morgan? I, I believe that's his nephew. Oh, okay, okay. So, yeah, they weren't related then uh, directly. I mean, yeah. Yeah, and Morgan was not. He doesn't race X Games. He doesn't really? race hooligan. I, I, okay, so that's he the runs guy. pro singles. Right. He's like a, one of the top pro singles. Oh, okay, riders. okay, right. I knew. I mean, I knew he raced, but I thought that Mischler's was one of the ones that was racing. So I was telling my father-in-law, I was like, "Yeah, I think that guy on the back is his son." I thought they said. I thought because I thought they were saying two father sons, mm. and I swear they were saying Mischler. The other ones were uh, Frankie Garcia and his old man, oh, and no, then yeah, Tyler okay. Beerman and Randy is his dad. Right, right. Tyler also got gold in uh, Best Whip, I believe. Ooh. And then uh, Frankie's old man made a pass on him and then made a pass on on second to transfer on. Yeah. So. Well, and listen, I am, yeah, and that was a good race, actually. I mean, I loved it. I hated to see Brad go down, like, in the, well, I want to say it was, like, three laps to go or something. Yeah. He, was, he was pushing really hard for the inside. That track was so small, it seemed like it was really hard to pass on. It was on. small and slick, and, it like, it doesn't have time to get worked in at all, and it's not enough and, dirt to get moisture yeah. in. Like, and you know what? It's the X Games. But they're it's all, like all well, fun. and they're all in the same track, too. Yeah. So as long as it doesn't have any gnarly holes... They get people hurt like it did last year. Which is funny because somebody crashed and a huge chunk of dirt came out like in one of the semis. I forget who crashed. Yeah, but. Oh, that's when one of the bushes crashed. Those usually this huge don't. huge chunk um, came out. Those usually still don't make like bad holes. But it was like notice. three feet, a three foot deep hole. A three foot chunk came out. of the. Yeah, but the, still those aren't really noticeable when you're at speed. Right. Yeah. You know, I, I hit a couple of holes in the freeways this weekend and I didn't feel them at all. I just like ghosted right over them. But um, but yeah, no, it was it was pretty fun. It was pretty cool. One of the things I do have to say, I'm a I was I was a huge skater back in the day. I was so good, and I don't know. I've for 20 years I've languished here in uh, Fatsville, and uh, haven't skated. Dad Bodville. Yes, exactly. I got Secretary Ass Secretary Spreadsville here, <laughs> and the last time I tried to show my kids a trick, I tried to show them a kickflip, and I used to do those like with my eyes shut off of like a four foot whatever obstacle right and uh i ate shit and almost broke my friggin uh rotator cuff it was awesome (laughs) so the deal is is like i used to be such a rad skater and now i'm just a you know old man poser watching from his couch couch skating and watching the street and all that stuff because i was so excited about the uh the whole X Games thing. I did not see the freestyle motocross. You know why? Because somebody started recording the Padres game <laughs> when I was in San Diego. And I was like, oh. So it flipped from X Games to Padres like mid-recording. And I was like, ah, geez. So I didn't get to see the the uh, the whip and all that stuff. And I didn't get to see the uh, the FMX um, or any of the like high, high jump and all that stuff that they do with the X Games with motocross. And I think, did they have hill climb because it was at Sturgis this year or, or no? They did have a hill climb. They had a hooligan oh. hill climb at Sturgis. Yeah, so I did. And then they also have some other hill climb, but it wasn't. That was today. It wasn't that, live broadcast. Or okay, anything. it wasn't X part of the X Games. Okay, no, good. No, because I didn't. I didn't know what was coming up because it, the the recording got cut off. But I did. You know, watching the X Games like 
the hooligan racing was fun. Watching the skating was so much fun. And and then the women's skating, uh, Buffoni or whatever her name is, she didn't she didn't really do good. And none of the old women did did good by old. I mean, <laughs> I like heard it was like a thirteen year old or eleven year old or something. There was two eleven year olds. One was Nashia and one was like Le- Leod or Leon or something. I'm. I, so sorry, I don't remember your guys' names. Or Layal, Layal maybe. And the these two 11-year-old girls were just tearing it up. And then I think the finals was like um, this like 18-year-old Japanese girl came in and like pushed the two 11-year-olds down. But these 11-year-olds were just ripping. Like, oh, my God, I was so proud of them because I was looking at them going, that's my daughter in two years, even, <laughs> even though she has not really touched a skateboard. She's a really <laughs> good bike rider. And she's a good scooter rider, and I think she'd be a good dirt bike rider. I real she has a skateboard, and I was like, man, in two years, could you get that good? Hell yeah, because I, you know, it didn't take me long to get good at skating. But dude, these little girls were just tearing up the X Games, which I thought was rad. And I was thinking about, I wish after watching all the flat out Fridays on Friday, and then watching the X Games live on Sunday, I was like, I wish they had like they did have the kids Stasic class, but I wish they had like a Jasper Heathfield like you know, kids class mm, at the hooligan, yeah. like at the X games. That'd have been cool to see, but I see, well, one Stasek spending a lot of money on it, but I think, um, that's cooler too, because it's like, it's even younger. It's even younger than XR 50 yeah. kids, you know? Yeah. 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 No, I wish they just had the way that the like 11 year olds can be competitive against 36 year olds in the skating competitions. I wish that like 11 year olds could be competitive against the older hooligans. I wish they had mm. like a mad dog class, I guess, like, in the hooligan racing rather than just just the twins. But yeah, no, it was fun. It was a good it was a good deal. It was a good um the whole the whole vibe of the X Games was pretty fun this weekend. And that's that was the extent of like my motorcycle uh racing watching. Um speaking of racing watching, if you want to go racing watching, we got some upcoming events. Crit, uh I mean Jay, can you read any of these? Can you see my screen? Yeah, I can see your screen. Let us know what's happening August eleventh. So August 11th, we got I know you're not a good reader. Events. Just go for it. We got the Vintage OC at Castaneda's in Huntington Beach, California. You got that There's right. There's going to be some vintage bikes over there. Uh, we also, on the same day, we have the Lucky Wheels Coffee Meetup that's in Los Angeles. Get to see all of your uh, hipster buddies with the choppers <laughs> and get some <laughs> lattes and yeah. oil your beards. Uh, let's see, we got August 16th through the 18th, the High Pipe Festival will be at Mountain High Resort. At Mountain High. They're actually going to have a Scrambler Kana, and they're going to have some riding from all the different directions that lead into Mountain High. There's the 38, or I'm sorry, the 138, the 15, the 2, the, I mean, there's different ways to get to Mountain High on different beautiful freeways through different twisty mountain roads. And you said you're going to that one, yeah? I want to go to that. Liza is going to be in town on that weekend as well, so I'm kind of throwing it up in the air, so I'm not 100% sure about that. Are they riding down? They are, and they if it depends on how many misfits come as to how motivated I am to stick around and hang out with them versus go to this. (sighs) I Uh, wish I could ride... Listen, go. baby, listen, we'll come down to your part of town. Wiggins, what else we got coming up on August 17th? Hell you- on Wheels TT at Paris Motocross Track in Paris, California. That is the one off Burton Road. Don't go to the car track. 
Yeah, don't go to the Paris half mile, right? You, like, you pulled it all down. What, what well, time, I need to doing? see what time. So what you time had it at. and you fucked it up. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I didn't. Uh, blanket or not, you like to believe it. Oh, no, I can say weather because it's the different sort. It's not like the nice kind that we've had recently here. I can say W-H-E-T. I thought sure. either way you said it. No, see, that's why I made the distinction on the paper. Well, when I said it, I said it that way too the though. other way oh my yeah. god and you cheered for I me and tried to get mad at me and i said it on purpose just to liven up the show all right junk guess what you get <laughs> we're all gonna cheer <laughs> and i have to bend over and take it by godzilla later so <laughs> what else we got coming up wigs on the on the uh 17th august 17th and then on the 24th some boswell hooligan racing um smith county fairgrounds is, is that, that what you're gonna... is that what that means smith co what's the deck lab county fairgrounds that's I'm... dekalb dekalb i'm guessing that's in tennessee I'm guessing it is, too. And so is the Smith County Fairgrounds, the Boswell Hooligans. And Boswell's was there at the X Games as well. Yeah, they have a, a retired pro, those fucking cheaters. <laughs> <laughs> um, they do. Chris Boone was a fucking pro Twins writer for a long time. OMG. August uh, 24th through 25th, we have the Carnival of Speed coming up at Willow Springs International Raceway, put on by Ramming Speed Racing. You'll see me there if I can afford it. Brady Walker, the Dirty Talker. Chris <laughs> just, Wiggins will I'm be there. I'm not sure if I can afford it. Brady I got to get my forks rebuilt, so I got a call from the Honda dealer. My my rebuild stuff's in, and then I got to pull the forks off the bike. I got to take them to the suspension dude. I'm going to take him to who Brady had at the last track day. Um, I think he's in, like, Inglewood, though. All so right. I got to figure out how to get there. And uh, so that only cost me, like, another $100 and the $100 that I spent on parts. And then it's only $300 for the two days, which is actually pretty cheap if you do track days. And listen, there's going to be so much going on. There's going to be the big track, the streets, flat track, drag racing, drag racing yeah. off-roading around. Yeah, that would uh, just be, yeah, just being assholes on mini bikes. Do it for for sure. And there's bike. and there's going to be mini bikes there. And yes, we do need mini bikes. Scramala, <laughs> scramala. Listen, Wiggins, we need some mini bikes for this garage. And not I'm trying to. I'm also trying to get my Buell going, but I need a battery that's 260 bucks. What? So that one might not go. Well, let's not talk about that right now. Let's talk about but what... I got a fuel pump. 260 bucks can spend you a lot of money on bikes and burlesque happening at the Cobra Lounge in Chicago, Illinois. And that's happening like once a month. So check back in September also for that. And now, from this day when you hear this until September 8th, the Daredevils exhibits happen at the Harley-Davidson Museum in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. If you want to learn more about that, head over to the uh, Mil- uh, Harley-Davidson Museum webpage. I might even stick a little flyer up for it. But but, dude, the Daredevils exhibit is going on from – it basically tracks events from when people used to ride on horses and how that translated into motorcycles. A lot of motorcycling, even the nomenclature, comes from horse riding, pannier, pillion, stuff like that. Well, Saddle. Saddle. Right. Pannier is actually means a bread holder. So it's like – that doesn't translate from riding. But pillion, saddle – um, reins, no, just kidding. <laughs> the bridle, all that great stuff, uh, translates right from horse riding. And horses were basically replaced by motorcycles. I'm excited to see what motorcycles get replaced by eventually. But um, yes, from now until September 8th. So don't delay, my bros. Go down to the uh, Daredevils exhibit at the Harley Davidson Museum. Um, September 3rd, Ghost Biker Explorations is going to have a dang 
interview here on Creative Writing Motorcycle Podcast. You'll be able to hear that interview on Friday, but she's going to be having a lot of stuff happening for her in September. And then September 21st, let's all three say this at the same time. One, two, three. Go ride in, in at, at the ranch. ranch. Very <laughs> lame of all of us. Yeah, the ride in at the ranch happening at Vail Ranch in Tomeka, California. I know. Chris already feels like you failed, but you did good, buddy. You did good. I know. I was on the other one. I was out, <laughs> out of it. <laughs> that, that's okay. He's looking at birthday cakes on Instagram. Trying to he get that shortster done. Does not have so time. So I can ride into everywhere. Right. So, hey, everybody. And people, I'm sorry we're not covering a bunch of stuff in Australia and England and Deutschland and all these places where you're probably having like the... Do you guys know what... Oh, I'm going to mess this up now. Is it Raga? You know, You guys know what I'm talking about? Raga, it's like in uh, the Netherlands when all these people drive like these really crappy old fifties like American cars and they listen to like rockabilly. I swear it's called Raga, and they have like the raddest like, it's like a weird like Dutch offshoot of all this stuff. And I think they have like a motorcycle related sort of thing going on there too. It's like kind of like mods versus rockers, but not really. It's just like fifties car culture and all this crappy music. And I swear to God that happens every summer over there because they're roughly the same climate as we are in right now climate what do you mean by that well <laughs> i don't want to i don't want to say the word of the week so i had to say climate and i did a very loud belch off my mic but i don't know if wiggins might have picked that up so there you go i heard it i just don't know if i heard it in the, you'll smell in the it about i three, heard it too you'll smell <laughs> it in about three seconds and you're gonna love it <laughs> if jay heard it that means wiggins's mic picked it up and i apologize in advance for the wonderful degrees of sunshine that we've been having lately. Um, also, yeah, I know my buddy Dan, who was previously on the show. He used to be uh, Daily Biker Dan. He is over, or he just got back from vacation. And I want to say a big shout out to um, Ozzy Chris, who I don't know if you still listen to the show, buddy. But if you do, I'm I should send you some some stickers and some swag. I have not talked to you in like over a year, but he sent us some stuff to us this time last year, or like something a little bit before this, because their winter is basically when our summer is, so they're like super cold right now. And he was out in the outback on his uh, Dakar version of his uh, BMW 650 F650, and I want to say that was when the Fs was the thumpers, not the uh, parallel twins. And yeah, he was out like doing. Um, all sorts of camping and stuff at this time a few years ago. So, yeah, big shout-out to Aussie Chris. Big shout-out to Daily Biker Dan, who is no longer Daily Biker Dan. I think it's Dan Rides Moto. I hope you guys are having a good time over there in Australia. And uh, with that, oh, we got a little notification on Word of the Week. With that, we're coming up on another break, but I do want to say, guys, anything exciting that we have coming up, like we got some airtime to fill here. Now is your chance. Since our guest did not, uh, our guest that was supposed to be on this week is actually still out of town. He's uh, enjoying some time with the old lady. I know there's going to be a, a show in October that's going to be motorcycle art themed. Mm-hmm. I may or may not uh, be able to get something uh, up in the gallery. I'm still working on seeing if I have enough time. Right. To pull up what date it is. And Wiggins, I still need to draw you some hooligan Jesus oh, stuff. Oh, maybe. You asked, maybe. You asked oh, I'm me. I'm still working on that. I'm, I got that. I'm going to work on that, too. Um, okay. October is the Born Free something, something, something. And then The some. date got changed from, like, next weekend. That's something I wanted to mention, too. Guys, in, like, tomorrow, 
No, Sunday. All of you that won uh, Law Tigers tickets to the Sacramento Half Mile, or no, the Sacramento Mile uh, via Law Tigers earlier this year, that race is coming up this weekend, right? It's Sunday. So I'm is ex- it already this weekend, or is it? Yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah, it's this weekend. I know the pros are going straight from Sturgis to Sacramento. That's right. And why would they be doing that? For the Sacramento Half Mile, or the Sacramento Mile, presented to us by Law Tigers, America's Motorcycle Lawyers. And I did want to say that um, it's usually the first mile of the year, but it got put off this year because of the, free, the rain we had. Speaking of yeah. climate change, climate um, <laughs> irregularities. <laughs> I don't know how to say this without saying the word of the week, and I don't want to do that. Changes I mean, in if the you, atmosphere? If you avoid everything to not say the word of the week, what's the point of having a word of the week? Well, because next week the punishment may be dire, my friend. Like <laughs> I told I told people on the Facebook page, you know what? Give us some punishments. We do need to make it through the show. So don't make it like take a shot every time you say it because our guests will be totally drunk, and so will we. And I'm a little bit – I mean, I'm feeling this uh, – I know, I had two. I'm glad we record a long show. Yeah, Wiggins brought over some new Belgium, which is out of Colorado, which is why the Nokomoto Studios, which is right upstairs from us, is like bathing. They're like washing their hair with this stupid stuff. The uh, Voodoo Ranger. Um, This is is the Juicifer IPA. 7.7 ABV, bro? You didn't tell me I'd be getting wasted. Well, you just have to walk. Hey, on. have you guys heard? Do you know what this white claw stuff is? I hear everyone talking oh, about it. I think it, it's I like a white trash wine cooler type thing. Is I don't it? get it because like everyone's making fun of it, and I haven't even I've never heard of it. I before. think that's why everyone's making fun of it. Is it Bartles and James? It. Second time it makes around. me want to try it because I like to be white trash. Well, it has like I guess it's like alcoholic seltzer water or something. Oh, I, I love that water. stuff. Yeah, I, I love seltzer water, but I don't drink alcohol, so I don't know. Listen, Jay, stay away from seltzer water that's alcoholic because <laughs> if there's one thing I know, it's that you shouldn't mix two types of stuff that doesn't belong together. Yeah, right? I, I, I'm more of a hard alcohol, uh, hard liquor type person anyways. If I'm right. going to drink, I like to drink it. That's right. God, this this in, this did this to me last week, too. I almost put my eardrums out on this, uh, this track here. I'm going to turn it on this volume on the fly. Oh, it works. Holy shit. Well, Jay, now you can talk to me at regular volume and the song won't blow my eardrums out anymore. But yeah, we're going to have a, a commercial break coming up here pretty soon. And I think the message that you're going to get from creative writing is stay away from, stay away from alcoholic seltzer water. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of want to try it. <laughs> and Wiggins, just of course saying. he wants to try it. Of course he's just saying. He's from Indiana. That's what they do. I think the state motto is Indiana. Just saying. Just try it. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll be right back. Um, I'm feeling a little loosey-goosey with this uh, voodoo Lucifer stuff. Pretty good. It's good stuff. I was All looking right. for something different, but this is good. Hey, creative writing listeners. This is Moto G. Pete from the NoCo Moto Podcast, the best motorcycle podcast that you've never heard. Why haven't you heard of us? I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but I think the Clobman Pickle Corporation has been paying iTunes to repress any other motorcycle pickle-related content. And, like, our theme song barely even mentions pickles, but whatever. Just give us a listen. 
Hey, this is the Beast Man coming at you from GSXR 600 FM, The Squid. We've got creative writing coming at you at the top of the hour, but first, the traffic. We have a yellow SV650 down on the 405 and a high-speed police chase being led by an RC51 over in Glendale. Chopper Dave says the bike looks pretty cherry from his vantage point, but may not be so sharp from up close. Anyway, here's an oldie from Tilford Sellers featuring a little-known steel guitar player named Moto G Pete. When the bright light of the city Guy builds motorcycle washing services. Give Billy a try. Hi, Billy Guy Bell. You give me water and a bucket, I'll wash your motorcycle. It'll be good, clean. Billy Guy Bell, getting motorcycles clean since 25 weeks ago. Billy Guy Bell's located in Burt Town. Hi, Billy, get your motorcycle sparkly. Billy washes baggers, cruisers. Naked bikes, sport bikes, drag bikes, scooters, monkey bikes, mini bikes, bikes that don't even run. Call Billy now, 555-273-BILLY. You call me and uh, book your appointment to wash your motorbike. That's Billy Guybeld's Motorcycle Washing Services, just outside of Luckerville, Bloyton and Stancran in Blimey Town. Billy Guybeld's Motorcycle Washing Services. Don't forget it, punk. Yeah, bitch. Pedestrian screaming. And that's what we call a fail in the uh, podcasting industry. <laughs> Jay, are you still there? Oh my god, Jay died. This is the worst show ever. We had a podcast die, a podcast host die. Jay, Jay, are you there? Oh my God, I think I, Jay? Yes, sir. Oh my God, you're there. (laughs) (laughs) Thank God. I thought you died. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Listen, Sajanati, you know what that means? It's, It's Latin. I'll give it to you. I'll give you that. We messed up on an ad spot, people, for the first time ever. If you're an advertiser and you'd love to advertise with us, we're not normally too deep on a voodoo ranger. (laughs) 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 So, very sorry about this. Uh, Also, we're not usually going live to tape, but tonight we are. And guess who we have in studio tonight? We have Jay, the flying Mm -hmm. banana. I'm just kidding. Mm -hmm. And Mr. Wiggins. Now, listen. I'm just about out of topics to talk about, but we were supposed to have the sweet talker Brady Walker with us tonight talking about the Carnival of Speed, women, tacos, booze, weed, and everything else that goes along with that. But since we are not, we're going to go with some Chris uh, listener emails. I almost say Christner emails because I'm, I think I am a little drunk, you guys. Like, <laughs> don't, Wiggins, don't ask me what my up the butt bike is right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So listen, you guys. Um, we have some emails. I'm going to let uh, Chris Wiggins read the first one. Did I give you that paper earlier with the email on you it? You did. Yeah, so we have some emails. One of them's kind of an ask Wig, so I'm going to let Wiggs... you have to read the thing? You had to oh, read. I know good. you're not good at reading, but go ahead. Nobody, no, Listen, nobody that listens to creative writing is good at reading, so <laughs> go go for it. We're hey, not going to... Junkster and Wiggins, Patreon Ray here. 
Uh, I've been a bit of a ghost since my since joining the Patreon club. With the reason for being, I moved to Portland. I hope you're weird. He didn't put that. That's me. <laughs> I love the moto culture. It's great. Uh, now that I'm settled in finally and done with dealing with the stress of moving, I'm ready to look for a new bike. Currently, I'm on a 1995 Nighthawk 750. Which one's the Nighthawk 750? That was a four-cylinder, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, they're pretty sweet. They're like shaft naked. drive, yeah. Shaft drive, four-cylinder. Some reason when I read this earlier, I had VFR 750 in my head. Shh, don't get behind the scenes. Just read the email. Oh, I'm not. That was just what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> it's my first bike. I've had it for about uh, two and a half years. I love it. Uh, I really don't want to get rid of it, but it's time for an upgrade. I found someone who I think would take care of it, as well as I and the previous owner. Uh, and I found two bikes that I can't get off my mind. A 2009 VFR 800 and a 2005 Sportster 1200R. I mostly commute to work at least four days a week. And I also like to go on road trips every now and then on the weekends. I also like to go fast because who doesn't? My Nighthawk has spoiled me with uh, extreme reliability, ease of maintenance, and it is the main concern with the choices. Yeah, <laughs> right. Out of those two, I think I Jay and Wiggins. I, I I'm a gold I was star. Say, you already know what I'm gonna say. Yeah, yeah. I'm a gold star non-Harley rider, so I, I can't speak I love to Harleys, the, but uh, not reliable. I, yeah, I wouldn't not get it reliable. for those reasons. And Sportsters are pretty good, but still, uh, the maintenance on the VFR would be a Harleys. huge pain from what I've researched. You're kind of right about that. And on the flip side. Um, I don't know too many people who don't constantly have some issues going on with their Harley. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys can give some input, recommendations on totally different bikes, um, or for me just to keep the mistake of selling my bike, it would be greatly appreciated. Yeah, wait, doesn't Ray, he, he submitted, he actually drew that picture of me that I use for my Facebook profile, my personal profile. Oh, yeah? Didn't he... What does he have right now? He has, an, he has a 95 Nighthawk 750. Yeah, that's what I thought. So, one of the best bikes ever. I think MotoGP from uh, Nokomoto has 2009 one of those. VFR. This is like a 97, and yeah, no, listen, the 2008 or nine, right? Those were the um, the ch- they they went away from the the uh, gear driven cams. They went to chain driven cams, and they had VTEC, and those are a little bit more of a pain in the ass to maintain and do the valves and all that great <clears> stuff. <throat> on. Well, here's the thing with gear driven cams, they are higher maintenance. Not necessarily higher maintenance than a chain cam because you don't maintain them. You just replace them. <laughs> right. Like you can't adjust the gears in a gear-driven cam setup. You just replace the whole fucking gear cluster. Yeah. And I have an RC51, and it's definitely chain-driven. Um, or, I mean, sorry, gear-driven because that's supposedly the hot rod setup. I don't really know. But a lot of hot rods have gear-driven cams. And that's exactly is, right. A lot of cars, a lot of hot rod cars, that was a hot rod thing to do was go gear-drive cam. It's to cut down on, um, <clears throat> you know, dr- the losses, basically. Yeah, the losses they from- claim it's you lose less horsepower. Yeah. Um, as far as maintenance, like, you will, in a way, you're right. To do anything to the motor, you're going to have to pull probably some of the fairing. You're going to have to pull the seat, the gas tank, the air box, um, just to get to the, what year is it? Oh, nine. So the injectors and, and the valve covers to do anything, you know, and that's kind of a 
pain in the ass. Where the Harley, you're not going to have to do really anything. Depending what you're doing, you might pull the gas tank, which is two bolts and a fuel line that's quick disconnect. However, I kind of agree with what you said. Like, the VFR is not going to require a lot of maintenance. And Harleys typically do. I was once told by someone they hate when sport bike people get Harleys. Because sport bike people think that if you change the oil, you can just ride the damn thing. (laughs) And I didn't see what was wrong with that. And they thought they were a Harley dude and they thought that was wrong. You should, there's a lot more maintenance. But honestly, it's not even that really. What it comes down to is those are two polar opposite motorcycles. I mean, the VFR is not a full on sport bike. Um, this is like the sport, tour, but it's a basically. sport touring bike. Yeah. It's a comfortable sitting long haul sport bike. It'll carve some canyons. It'll take you all over the West Northwest. Um, Bri Viffers, Bri Viffies, uh, <laughs> will do some dank hoolies and sweet stoppies by the way. Yeah. I mean, it'll, it, you know, but it'll the 800. I don't think will. Oh, really? Yeah, the 800 had different ergos and, and everything. Like, they so redid the 800. So it was probably more comfortable, but it less was. aggressive. Yeah, really? yeah, yeah, for sure. I could see that because, like, Viffer's old 750 VFRs, the late 90s, were almost a mid midterm of the 80s VFRs that were their race bikes at the time. Yeah. I mean, in the 80s, the VFR was, like, the hot sport bike. And then in the 90s, they came out with the CBRs, obviously. Or I shouldn't say obviously, right. but that's the VFRs you know, became like the they became FJs, a touring like, bike, yeah. yeah, yeah, like an FJR um, or something. Yeah, like that I mean was. they've had the ST thirteen hundred. It was always a smaller, sportier version of like an ST thirteen hundred. So you're right. There's there's fairings. There's there's body work and those things, especially buying a used bike. Um, everyone's replaced the bolts, the, and, and Honda's very very specific about their fairing bolts. Um, they're about nine bucks a piece by the time you buy the rubber, the washer (laughs) and the bolt, because what happened, it's a shoulder bolt that you tighten down, but it doesn't actually tighten down on the plastic. It tightens down against the frame. And then you have a rubber piece and a washer that hold everything in place Uh without squishing your plastic, fucking the paint up and cracking it. Yeah. And on a Harley, the less you get, the more you get rid of, the better it is. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, if you you do buy a Harley, buy red Loctite. Right. And when people say, I use blue Loctite, just laugh at them. Uh Um, But to me, it's a totally different bike. Like, what are you wanting to do? I use purple Loctite. It's (laughs) red and blue combined. Um, (laughs) You know, and honestly, the Pacific Northwest is great if you want a good ATV bike. Yeah. But I, I do think what you're looking at um, price-wise, it'd be hard to find a super rad ADV bike. Although a 05 Sportster 1200R, uh, shoot me that bad boy because I wouldn't mind it. Actually, I'm trying to pick up an 05 Sportster, but not a 1200R, 1200C because um, I'll replace those parts that make it an R or a C. <laughs> Minus the two-spark plug head, but I could care less about two-spark oh, plugs. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, the two the Yeah, they spark. were. I forgot about that. Uh, you know, but honestly, they still had the Buell head. The 05 is carbureted, which is nice. Um, my personal project right now is an 04, and I'm really trying to buy an 05C from Glendale Harley for not much money, but I don't have much money right now. The so, C's just had, like, stock. They had bigger wheels and, like, Oh, uh, the C was the custom, so it yeah. had chrome motor covers, which is lame. The big old tank. It had the big tank, a 21-inch front wheel. Yeah, it had big um, front wheel. Super gay bars. I mean... <laughs> Um, and forward controls. Speaking of gay bars, hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, <laughs> I'm going to be down so, at Mr. Fister this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Fister. So, yeah, I mean, honestly, it depends what you want to do. Um, you know, in the Pacific Northwest, especially around Portland, there's a lot of bikes to choose from, I'm sure. Um, it's a very popular motorcycling community. So that's a good plus. Um, buy Icon Gear. It's all designed locally for you. So that's cool. Um, you know, their headquarters are, are right downtown. But really, I think the most important part, if those are your two bikes right now, is you need to figure out what you want in a motorcycle. Um, and it's funny because your Nighthawk's almost in between the two. Dude, the Nighthawk's a sweet bike. It, it uh-huh. is a sweet bike. And they're hydraulic lifters, also like the Harley. So you shouldn't have any valve train maintenance ever, really. Um, <clears throat> what year was this Nighthawk? I forget. 95, I think yeah. he said. Okay, so yeah, those are like the rad. That's a good year. Good, good they're, they're a four-cylinder Honda Cruiser. They're like not cool, but they don't suck. Um, they're not fast, but they're definitely not slow. And they they're are. shaft drive. Like if you're commuting to work, that Nighthawk is honestly a pretty damn good bike. And uh, listen, they're, they're actually those didn't look as bad as the older ones. Those looked a little better. They were the. I mean, it was kind of the same 750 motor that Wiggins came out with when we were doing the motor challenge as like the crazy motor of the time. Because oh, it really was, yeah. Because yeah, it's the first. Wait, like, is that that is a shaft drive still, right? Huh? The older night. Yeah, I think it is. The older Nighthawks were shaft drive. I'm pretty sure it is a shaft drive. I think so. So it's a it's a CB750, which they made in the mid-90s also, I believe, right? They might have been a 900. They made a 900 to 750, but I'm pretty sure they kept making it um, throughout the 90s. Now it's a, they used a 1,000. Um, it was previous to the little, what was the six... 599 uh, super hot or 599 something and they made a 919 this is a little oh, more fire, like the flyer fire blade and all uh, yeah but stuff. it was naked they took the f3 motor and the cbr 900 motor and they put them in naked bikes mm-hmm. i want to call them uh nighthawks but they weren't yeah they were hornet they were hornets yeah yeah, yeah that's yeah, what it's called oh, yeah. the fire blade yeah in england and the hornet here yeah well, the hornet no, 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 the fire blade is a cbr in england or yeah. in europe yeah the Hornet, I think, has always just been a Hornet. But the Hornet was honestly ahead of its time I because now naked Hornet, bikes yeah. are awesome. Yeah. And they basically detuned a 600, made a 599, and detuned the 900, and it was a 919. So they had, like, the European CC. Like, that was the actual CCs. So instead of calling them a 600 or calling them a 900, they called them, like, the 919. It was super cool. But that 95 Nighthawk, man, like, if you want to take long trips... It doesn't have the fairing to, to buffer the wind. You could probably put bags on it. I'm sure someone makes something if you wanted to spend the money on bags for it. Um, oh, I, there's there's actually a lot of quite a lot of stuff for this. No, there is. But yeah. what I'm saying is, when you have a mid '90s Nighthawk, do you want to spend much money on that kind of stuff on it? But this, it, you know, honestly, you take decent care of that, and by decent care, you change the oil. You do fork seals, brake pads, tires. And fuck, that's probably it. That's probably all you ever have to do that thing. <laughs> right. Um, and it will run forever. And it's a basically like a CB750, which is like the most sought-after uh-huh. bikes. Yeah. I do, it, it, I, man, I, I mean, 
unless you see one of those bikes and you're like, I want to ride this certain way. But if you're just commuting to work, dude, that Nighthawk 750 is yeah. pretty damn good. I bike. always wanted a Nighthawk. You know, Dane, Dane Westby, one of my favorite uh, AMA racers, um, passed away on his Nighthawk. And he rode. He wasn't just like, you know, Valentino Rossi doesn't actually ride, like, apart from the street, apart from training. They don't ride on the street. A lot of racers don't ride on the street. Dane Westby rode his Nighthawk on the street. And it's like, man, he hauled ass on that thing. And... Um, I want to just say that, yeah, Nighthawk 750 is actually one of the bikes that I would love to have. And I think MotoGP from Nokomoto, I'm going to run upstairs while you guys are chatting about this later and ask him about it, see if he, if that's the one that he has. Because I think they had a Nighthawk like 652, didn't they? Or like, is, only, that, is that the Hornet that you're talking about? No, no, no. The Hornet's a different. I, I think they, had they like did a, make a 550 or 650. Yeah, it was like I think a, a 550. A smaller displacement. It could have four been a 450 or something. I mean, it could have been like a small. Yeah, my you know. dad bought one. F- and had it for a while. Um, it's a good little bike. I mean, the shaft drive does weird shit when you get on it. Like, it kind of lifts the bike up. But yeah. that's because it's also, it was a budget bike. Like, And it was the mid-90s. The Goldwings did the same thing. Yeah. Um, he, yeah did, he did send us a follow-up email that says, Hey, guys, feel free to disregard my last email. As you know, we uh, are very easy to get excited about getting a new bike. And I couldn't help. Um but want to talk, tell the world that I was thinking about these two new bikes. But he doesn't think he's actually going to go for either, either of these two bikes. But I still think our uh, contribution and our, like, uh, yeah, introspection yeah. on these. Y- you know, my what I would personally do... Um, he said, well, this because is, the Nighthawk's worth what? I know, well, listen, he says, he says, I feel like a guy on a 250 at the Sturgis Rally about the whole thing. I'd still like to know which you'd pick under the circumstances. Now, having a Nighthawk, I would not feel like a guy at a cert- <laughs> at the yeah, Circus Rally on 250 <laughs> having a Nighthawk. On a like, Nighthawk, Nighthawk 750, you're going to be – it'll be faster than that 1200 Sportster. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, this is from a guy that owns a few Sportsters. I love them. But you got to know what you're getting, and you got to know why you're getting it. If you're commuting and that's your goal – that fucking Nighthawk is unbeatable, man. Yeah. Mm. Because it's yours, too. It's paid for. You know everything about it. The maintenance that it's needed, either you know you're slacking or it's taken care of, right? It's not like you're going to get something and be like, oh, I can't believe they screwed this up. I can't believe they didn't do this. Oh, I can't. You know what I mean? And the shaft drive is is golden for commuting. Yeah. Um, that thing's going to start on you. Like, as long Dude. as you don't let it sit for two years, those carbs are going to stay fresh and crispy. You could probably put a jet kit in it, run a little better if it doesn't already have one. You could do a slip on exhaust. It would run a little better too if it doesn't already have one. But, you know, they're pretty decent bikes. And if you decided one day, I don't know how crafty you are, that you wanted like a cool custom, you don't have to do a lot to them to make a sweet little like... I'm not a huge cafe racer fan, but like 80 sport bike look type, you know, there's a lot of shit you can do to them pretty easily. We're seeing um, lots of pictures here with backrests on them. So I mean, I know they're pillion friendly yeah. and yet, yeah, no, I know that these, I know the Nighthawk has the been wheels around. look good. They look like they're yeah. a drum brake in the rear. But other than that. Ah, yeah, you know, a lot of, it depends on, and honestly, it depends yeah. on what year it was too. Honestly too, that's not a big deal. Like, the five-spoke, if you got the five-spoke wheels, those wheels look clean, simple. A lot um, of shaft-drive bikes from that era were drum rear. I, they I guess were, just because the hub was so big yeah, anyway. Hub, yeah. Yeah, it, it's, and that was a budget bike. So the drums were 
I don't know why they were cheaper, but they were cheaper. Just because you, know? you don't have to like make a separate machining for to put a disc on. The yeah, top, and you know if it's got decent fork seals, fresh brake pads, and um, gasoline and and clean oil, that thing's gonna run and yeah. be good. And it competed with a lot of other UJMs at the time, which mm-hmm. was a pretty good deal. I mean, I'm not sure what year his was, but all the naked Japanese bikes at that time kind of looked the same and like they the did. Suzuki's had one yeah. um, and I think Yamaha had a FJR that was basically like that and it was and like you're already a step ahead of Suzuki and Yamaha and Kawasaki because it's a Honda there you go reliability wise <laughs> yeah. for sure uh, no dude I, I, I think it's a great bike uh, personally what I would do and you know my problem if you listen to the show that you're I'm assuming in, since you're a subscriber you do um, <laughs> I would keep that bike Save a little extra money, and I would get another bike. But that's just me. <laughs> but think about it, too. What's a 95 Nighthawk worth, man? A bajillion dollars. Depends on where you're trying to sell it. In yeah. L.A., $18,000. In L.A.? Anywhere else? No. Uh-huh. It's still probably worth 800 if you're lucky. Like, my point is, I don't think it's enough money to make it worth getting rid of if it's a good bike and if you're commuting on it. Go get something that's fun, that's not a workhorse... And and then you can do what you want on that thing. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, you can go be cool. You can go rip canyons. You can get an ADV and go off-road trail stuff. You can get a flat track bike because Castle Rock and Salem are fucking beautiful tracks. So if you ever <laughs> want to check that out, um, Castle Rock's about 45 minutes north. Salem's so wait, about what, you're, minutes what you're telling him is to keep what he has. I would keep that thing, and man. use any money that he was going to spend on another bike on getting... Something extra. Yes. Which is what I probably should have done with Spamalot. I probably should have just got like a dirt bike because I've always wanted a dirt bike. This thing is not a dirt bike. It's almost 600 pounds. Oh, with the X. No. Scramble a 600 pound dirt bike. That ain't a dirt bike. Yeah, no, that Spamalot needed replaced as a daily long freewayer. Have you seen the puddle of tears underneath it right now? But the thing with Spamalot too, it's the exact same thing. Like, what's Spamalot worth? Zero. Well, my love. It's a salvage title, right? <laughs> Is that what you were saying earlier? I don't know. I looked on my insurance policy, and they don't seem to think so. Okay, so it's a clean title, but that doesn't really matter. It's got some custom work by <laughs> a guy that doesn't do custom it's work. It's a clean title, and it's still only worth $300. It, yeah, she leaks a little oil. She's an old 80s 250. No one wants a 250. You're being generous. Like, it's worth a few hundred dollars, but... You love it, and you write it, and you're the one that puts the custom touches on it, and you're the one that put the work into it. So it's not worth the money. What like, it, you're not going to get enough out of it to where you're going to be like, yeah. Do and you know I think the, the night yeah, is kind of Do you know the what the definition situation. of a white elephant is? Um, I guess... An elephant that's not gray? That's true. And, and the Maharaj, like way back in the day when India and England crossed paths and India became like part of the English thing... A white elephant was like one of the rarest things ever. And it was like a symbol of good luck and like all this crazy stuff in India. So they gave the king of England at the time one. And the maintenance of this freaking elephant, the English crown at the time and the and the empire was like very poor because like, you know, empiricism was coming to an end and, and all this great, well, not great stuff for England was happening. So the elephant turned out that it was... A, 
took more to maintain it and actually feed it and keep it around this special uh-huh. special gift from another country <laughs> became more of an expense than it was worth. And so that's where the term white elephant gifts come from. And that's sort of like what you're describing, Wiggins, like the, the investment to put all this stuff into this seems like a white elephant at this point. Like you've already got, well, actually you're talking about Spamala. Like Spamala is not worth anything. The maintenance and everything that goes into it is worth more than the value of the bike. So it's basically worthless to anyone but me who has sentimental value. Ray, I think your Nighthawk is actually worth quite a bit of money, but I wouldn't get rid of it because of the uh, the dividends that you'll reap from it is what I think Wiggins is, is saying. I, that's what I'm saying too. And in his follow-up emails that he's just um, – he wanted to tell the world that he wanted a new bike, but he didn't actually – He's decided against these. So maybe in a couple more weeks, we'll see what else he's got. We'll be able to read from, from his emails then and say, hey, man, like you changed your mind and like I'm really liking your new lineup. Yeah, I think you could wait a little bit. Yeah. And, wait it out. And, you got a great bike. Wait it yeah, out. Yeah. I mean, honestly, that's what I would do. You've got a bike that's a workhorse. It's solid. It's not going to let you down. Like literally, that is... One and of the it, most reliable bikes that you really won't have to ever do anything yeah. to. And if it does let you down, it's a Honda, so it shouldn't be that hard to fix. Yeah. So, I mean, compared those to were, finding parts for Kawasaki's yeah, hydraulic Yamahas lifters of that vintage. Like fork seals every 10 years, brake pads every year or two. And, or 10 uh, years. And oil. I mean, it doesn't, yeah, it depends how hard you stop. <laughs> <laughs> if you never use the brakes, good on you. Well, what's cool about brake pads, you have two layers. You got like that soft layer that wears out quick, and then you got that hard layer that lasts forever. And then you got your shoes. And as long as your shoes are good, you can just slide <laughs> them along the ground like I do on Spamla. Um, so we got another, we got a text actually from uh, Chris Singsheim. And this may, he may profess his love to me in this. I have no idea. I'm <laughs> reading this cold so we, we don't know and jay i wish i could share this with you so you could read it but i'm gonna read this it says dude I'm, i can't read this in a wisconsin accent so my apologies already but um speaking of the x games and everything i watched this weekend a lot of guys from wisconsin and the x games so here's another wisconsinite for you his name is chris singsheim he's a longtime listener of the show he's a crazy drag racer um with the wir's top 10 and he's been drag racing uh, bikes for quite a while, just as long as long as you've been listening to this show and then some. So what he says is, dude, I feel bad. I haven't been as involved with the show lately. This bike build is consuming me, in all caps, mentally and financially. I'm near 10000 into money spent since last October. The amount of fit and finish and fab work is crazy. And when I'm not making stuff from 5 to 9 p.m. after work, I'm on the laptop, laptop until midnight. That's how they say laptop in Wisconsin, by the way, is laptop. <laughs> laptop uh, until midnight every night, constantly learning the software to control all this. I listen to your show, and I just want to leave all this stuff sit and go ride, but I got to get this thing to the track. I've only rode down the track for one pass to discover the first turbo was junk. Junk. I'm junk. So this turbo is me. Piece of junk. $2,000 later, and I have a good turbo. Anyways, that's uh, what I've been up to, and I'm still listening, and I look forward to the fall riding and less wrenching. Dude, I feel, Chris, great text, by the way. Thanks for not emailing that short little missive. And I want to tell you, $10,000, if you had kids, you'd, you would... Uh, <laughs> you, you'd have a $1,000 turbo. You would be, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it's better to you spend have, money on bikes than kids anyways. You would have I one think, of those $300 uh, electric turbos from China. I mean, China. honestly, 
if he would have went turbo to start with instead of nitrous, he probably oh, listen, been good. No, this uh-huh. guy, he's switching whole system. This guy has spent years going one way, and now he's like, I've gone as far as I can this I way. I wonder I'm go the other way. Kind of a throwback to the last email, but wouldn't it have been cheaper to buy another Jigsaw and just set it up with the turbo? No. Dude, when he's put and his, just leave your old one nitrous. You don't know what he's done. He's done so and much. And then he would be nitrous turbo Chris. But he now he's be, no nitrous Chris. He'd be no nitrous turbo nitrous um, <laughs> fuel cell nitrous electric nitrous Chris. And this guy has spent so much time on the setup of this bike, on the on the uh, weight distri- distribution of this bike, on learning. You you read it when he's not working on making actual things physically. He's on the computer, and this is a guy that doesn't even know how to do spreadsheets, just like me. He's a man after my own heart. He's learning how to do uh, stuff for mapping and fuel mapping and all that crazy stuff. He, he basically had to learn from scratch how to flash and map his own bike uh, to make things come on different. He, he was talking to me the very first episode he was on. Yeah, I got this map in it or something I got. Maybe it was a physical sensor because maybe he wasn't into the uh, electronics of things yet. But, you know, when I get on this X amount of stuff, it is... Not boosting all the way, but once I hit this part of the throttle, it comes on full boost, and it's like at so many seconds or feet or whatever like that. So he had already been like messing with with the nitro system, and now he's learning to map uh, the ECU for all of his um, crazy turbo stuff, and then to get a junk turbo. I, I think he was so good at nitrous because it's hard to get bad nitrous. You you blow up, <laughs> right? <laughs> like you get one bad nitrous and that's it. You get one chance. So with his turbo, he had to figure it out the hard way that it was a crappy turbo. And $2,000 later, um, yeah, that's a hard pill to swallow, my friend. But I'm glad you're on the road to success. $10,000, like I'm saying, if you had kids, um, you would be able to figure out how to figure out how to do this on one thousand dollars <laughs> because you're like oh this has to go to soccer and like uh their college fund and blah 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 medical so yeah ten thousand bucks to spend on a bike i'm super jealous um i do wish you the best i know you had one pass and uh we'll be covering the top 10 stuff later this year i'm gonna wait for a few rounds to go i don't i don't want to jinx them anymore like i've already done enough damage um, I kind of want to wait for them to get a couple rounds run and then like do a recap on that. But dude, I, I commend you for what you've done. I mean, it's pretty amazing for the stuff that you've, you've taken. Like Chris said, you, you changed, you went completely one direction and now you're, you're doing a 180 and going completely the opposite direction on your drag bike. So congratulations on that. Thank you for being uh, a supporter and a show guest in the past. And I can't wait to catch up with you and find out exactly what $10,000 will buy when you're trying to purchase speed. It's a very interesting, from from dr- grassroots drag racing to MotoGP, purchasing speed is one of those things that kind of has me um, wondering, like, exactly what does all this cost, you know? And exactly what do you get? When I used to play uh, Gran Turismo a lot and Tourist Trophy, which is a motorcycle version of Gran Turismo, I would always be like, what am I getting for this $1,000? I'm getting, like, one horsepower for $1,000? No thanks. Like, I'll do a different upgrade. So in real life, when you're doing that, I'm sure it's a, a much bigger prospect and undertaking. Last uh, email I have, Jay, this one involves you and 
uh, somewhat Chris because Chris is, has a vested interest in the bike that I, that I don't. Says, hey, yo, this is from uh, Bri Viffer, a.k.a. Paul Smith. He says, yo, junkie, Bri Viffer getting the love on this episode. He's talking about last episode, and we were talking about what a great patron, um, bike lender, um, uh, art commissioner, right? DGR contributor, like all this great stuff that he's done for the show. And he's a regular uh, supporter, patron, uh, and material supporter. So he's, that's why he's the field producer. Whenever he goes out of town, he sends me some great stuff of what's going on around the world of motorcycling. And he says, even for what I've contributed monetarily, I figure it's a bargain considering the entertainment I'm getting. And he's sorry that he missed the MPC recap. I'm sorry that he put entertainment in quotes. No, <laughs> hell no. No, this we are a very entertaining show at times. If you're listening to us for the first time, uh, write us at creativewritingpodcast at gmail.com and let us know what you think. I'm going to tell you, I'm two voodoo rangers in. I'm a little tipsy right now. If I'm slurring my words, I'm super sorry. If I'm slurring my words, and I'm, I'm trying so hard not to say the word of the week. Uh, I don't want to have people cheer for me and potentially in the future do bad things to myself. Um, but yeah, so he said, yeah, he's excited to see what we're going to do to the Interceptor. And we have this segment called Roast My Bike that we do once in a while where if you send us a picture of your bike, we will roast it. Send us a couple pictures. Um, Brian Honeycutt sent us uh, his GS, 1200 GS to do last time. Wiggins and I totally failed. The only rip we had that was like consistent and in real life was like, hey, how many Starbucks do you park this thing at? Um, because Brian has dragged knee, gone off-roading, like jumped and slid, backed it in to a road course. Like he's done, he's done dirt and street on this GS, which GS is uh, German for Galandestrasse, which means road and street. And so he has literally taken it on the road in the street. So we didn't have much to rip on. Plus, we suck at ripping on bikes. So send it, send it in. The scorecard is likely to go in your favor on this. But, yeah, if you have a bike that you want us to roast, let us know. And Brian Viffer's like, hey, when you're done with this bike, doing whatever you're going to do to it, is it going to be roast worthy? My thing is like, hey, thanks for just like saying do whatever you want to do to my bike. Like that means a lot to me. Um, cause I, does that include riding on classic track days? Cause that's what it needs to be. That's done. what Wigan thinks it needs. But, uh, junk turdmeister has been sc- scouring the internets and I love icons, bike builds. I love that they take bikes that look like they're for one thing and make them for a totally opposite thing. So I'm sure Chris Wiggins will be very disappointed with where I want to go with this thing. But the whole thing of a bike build is that you don't want to build a crappy bike. Who wants to be featured on fuck your bike sucks on Instagram? Uh, no, you don't want to end up on that page. You want to end up on like Silodrome or Pipe Burn or Bike Exif, right? You guys, I don't know why you haven't roasted my bike. I mean, my bike is so roastable. Too easy, Jay. <laughs> we already roasted an SV650, and it was so easy that we even did like pretty good on that. So. My bike and Dane's bike are like the most roastworthy bikes. Dane's locally. bike, listen, Dane's bike isn't roastworthy. You know why? Because it's utilitarian. Some of the most utilitarian things in life are not. Oh, did you see? He got a. He's got a KTM. He's in the KTM uh, cult now. Shut up. Well, we're gonna have to yep. have him come back on and talk all about it then next yeah, time. Yeah, he's no longer a, a sportster, bro. He's Shut a, up. He's did he get rid of his sportster altogether? He's trying to get rid of him right oh now. Oh my god! But you he should. Be... Absolutely. I told him I was like, see, once you like see the big wide world of 
the variety of motorcycles that are out there, you will never look back. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's funny because I was raised in the wide world and I own a bunch and you of went Harleys. To Harley? <laughs> yeah. Chris was raised in the wild, it, wide it world happens. of Wisconsin. It happens. It does happen. And you know what? Uh, having said that, I do want to say thank you. We have some new... I don't know if they're followers of the page because they don't appear as it on when I look on our Facebook analytics, but we do have some new people con- contributing to the Word of the Week, which I thank you so much. If you want to be part of this whole thing where we say stuff like the Word, should we just say it? Should we do it one more time to garner some interest in this whole thing? Well, whether or not you want to use the Word, it doesn't matter. Right. <laughs> <laughs> weather outside is frightful. Actually, it's not. It's, it's just kind of hot. It's hot. It's, it's real hot, actually. All right, everybody. They, they both said the word of the week. Um, yeah. If you want to contribute, go to our Facebook page, and guess what? You can enter it there. We're going to take one submission from you. Just drop it in there. I don't know if we're going to separate it by week. I've got all of them in the helmet right now, so just keep piling them on. We'll keep sticking them in the helmet. And, uh, yeah, hopefully your word will get read on the show. We'll say it and submit a um, punishment, if you like. This week's punishment was pretty lame. It was the cheer. I hope we go with the drink pickle brine or uh, tie balloons to your crutches slash motorcycle. But there's all sorts of stuff coming across the wire. And you can contribute by going to facebook.com forward slash creative writing. Look for the group word of the week. Submit it there. I'm not going to do it on Instagram anymore. It's just too much to like keep up. But if you want to check us out on Instagram, it's a creative writing podcast. Same as it is on Facebook. Imagine that. And on Tumblr, it's creative dash writing. Why would you want to go to Tumblr? Because it's like Instagram. It's just pictures. That's why. Um, Wiggins, if anybody wants to check you out online, where can they find you? Uh, I think on Tumblr. <laughs> You're not on Tumblr. You're um, on the Instagrammers at Wig09. And uh, if. That's right, baby. Wig09 in the house. <laughs> if, uh, if you want to be cool and carry a fixed blade knife, it's Field Initiative Knives on the Instagrammers also. Right. Oh my god, I can't hear it. Well, oh. And if you need to know about the latest in hooligan racing in Southern California, it's SoCal Hooligans. That's right. Jay, where can we the find you on Instagram? Flying Banana. I'm taking accepting commissions. Get in while before I close the books. So I do have a few people lined up right now. But thank you to everyone who supported me. I appreciate it. Right. And... Oh, and I will be uh, be selling T-shirts soon. I'm gonna be making some trucker hats and some T-shirts. So, job status update. I want a job <laughs> status update. Job status? Yeah. Uh, gotta see the doctor, but hopefully soon I will be returning <sighs> to a new job. And I want to hear a leg status update. Uh, I'm still in the boot. I'm still in the boot, but hopefully I'll be walking next week. My goal is to start walking next week and then riding the week after. <laughs> Dang. And everybody, if you do your, do yourselves one favor this week, go look up Ramming Speed Racing and check out the Carnival of Speed, which is happening at Willow Springs International Raceway uh, in like two weeks. And also go look up Hell on Wheels TT happening this weekend. And when you sign up, say, Wiggins made me do it. That way I can be like, Brady... Just let me come for free. Yeah. Brady will be here next weekend, and we can pander to him then. But for now, you guys, peace and grease. Tell your niece. 
don't fiddle with the geese. Jay, you got anything exciting or important to say to anybody? Oh, I got some pizza I'm about to eat. Wiggins? I like pizza. It's good pizza. Junk? 